Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. It is Wednesday, May the 4th. May the 4th be with you, uh, 2022. Um, yeah, we are accompanied uh, today on the podcast. Um, you can't see it if you're on the podcast, but we're accompanied today by Baby Yoda. So, you know, this feels like the right thing to do for May the 4th, Star Wars Day, you know. Um, Cinco de Mayo tomorrow. It's a busy week, man. Um, you got Mother's Day coming up this weekend. Uh, my parents' anniversary coming up May seventh. I didn't forget, guys. I didn't forget uh, that your card may be late, but just I didn't forget. Um, but hope you guys are all doing well this morning. Welcome everybody. So glad you guys are on. Um, for. Daily Prayer Morning Podcast. I wanted to, I actually said that backwards, Morning Prayer Daily Podcast. Uh, but I did want to say tomorrow I will not be live. If you if you listen on the podcast, this probably will not affect you because I'm going to try to still get the podcast done for tomorrow. But I will not be on Instagram or Facebook live tomorrow or Friday, uh, obviously. But uh, tomorrow, uh, which normally I am on the Thursdays, uh, but so we have a staff day conference uh, that we're going to over in uh, beautiful Lake Wales, Florida. And so we'll be heading out about the time this all starts in the morning. So, uh, yeah, so. But check out the podcast. Um, I'm going to try to get that out and uh, available today. Or it won't be available today, but it'll be ready today for tomorrow. So if not, you know how to, you know how to carry on. You guys can do this. You know how it works. Just continue on reading through Daniel and 1 John and the Gospel of Luke. No problem. All right. All right. So today we're in Daniel chapter 5, uh, verse 1 through 12. Uh, 1 John 5, 1 through 12. How interesting is that? Exact same reference, just different book. And Luke chapter 4, verses 38 through 44. All right, let's do this. Let's do this, y'all. Good morning and welcome, everybody. Uh, Podcast, Instagram, Facebook fam. Welcome, everybody. Glad you guys are on. Uh, On this May the 4th. May the 4th be with you and also with you. Um, Daniel chapter 5, verses 1 through 12. Here we go. King Belshazzar gave a great banquet for a thousand of his nobles. Oh, you know what I forgot to say? You know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. I had to get that in there. We read, we pray, we change the world. Uh, so Belshazzar had a great banquet of a thousand of his nobles and drank wine with them. While Belshazzar was drinking his wine, he gave orders to bring in the gold and silver goblets that Nebuchadnezzar, his father, had taken from the temple in Jerusalem. So that the king and his nobles, his wives and his concubines might drink from them. 
So they brought the gold goblets that had been taken from the temple of God in Jerusalem, and the king and his nobles, his wives, and his concubines drank from them. As they drank the wine, they praised the gods of gold. Mm, this is going to go bad right here. You got, you got a lot of wine drinking going on. You got concubines. You got wine. And now you, now you got, they're praising the gods of gold and silver, bronze and iron and wood and stone. How I many you know this is going to go bad? It's not going well. I can just feel it. Verse 5. Suddenly, the fingers of a human hand appeared and wrote, on a plaster of wall near the lampstand in the royal palace. The king watched the hand as it wrote. His face turned pale, and he was so frightened that his legs became weak and his knees were knocking. So we get our, this is where we get this little phrase. Uh, the handwriting's on the wall. It's right here. Right here from uh, Daniel chapter 5. The, hand, the handwriting's on the wall. I mean, it's going to happen. Here it comes. You can see, you can see it's not going to be good. Writing's on the wall. Belshazzar, he's scared, man. The king summoned the enchanters and strollers, diviners, and, and then he said to these wise men of Babylon, whoever reads this writing and tells me what it means will be clothed in purple and have a gold chain placed around his neck, and he will be, he will be made third highest ruler in the kingdom. Hmm. So, some uh, nice perks if you can figure this out, right? Then all the king's wise men, then all the king's horses, and all the king's men could no, that's not what it says. Uh, then all the king's wise men came in, but they could not read the writing or tell the king what it meant. So King Belshazzar became even more terrified, and his face grew more pale. His nobles were baffled. They didn't know what it meant. They're like, we can't tell you, we don't know. The queen, hearing the voices of the king and his nobles, came into the banquet hall. May the king live forever, she said. Don't be alarmed. Don't look so pale. There is a man in your kingdom who has the spirit of the holy gods. Interesting. They don't, she doesn't quite understand, right? So she doesn't quite get what uh, is going on here. So all she knows is that he's got the spirit of the holy gods. <laughs> he's got the, the holy spirit of gods in him. The God, the God's of Holy Spirit. Like she doesn't know, she's confused. She doesn't know. She doesn't know the lingo. You know that's how it is sometimes. People don't can't always understand. Can't always articulate spiritual realities uh, in you know biblical terms. They're just kind of like, well, it's, yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, holy gods in him. He got the holy gods all in it in him. Uh, in the time of your father, he was found to have insight and intelligence and wisdom like that of the gods. Your father, King Nebuchadnezzar, appointed him chief of the magicians, enchanters, astrologers, and, and diviners. He did this because Daniel, whom the king called Belshazzar, uh, was found to have a keen mind and knowledge, and understanding, and, and also the ability to interpret dreams, explain riddles, solve problems, solve difficult problems. Call for Daniel, and he will tell you what the writing means. Hmm. Man, that's a great reputation, right? That uh, Daniel was known to be of keen mind and knowledge and understanding. And, oh, yeah, he could also interpret dreams and explain riddles and solve difficult problems. 
may, may we be of keen mind and understanding too, um, to apply ourselves with, uh, you know, uh, to what God has gifted us with, what he, uh, what he's, uh, given us. And somebody, you know, people sometimes say that, you know, some people say, well, I don't need to, I don't, you know, I'm just going to trust God. I'm not going to, I'm not going to study. I'm not going to prepare all you <laughs> in ministry. We get that sometimes. Like, you know what? I'm just, you know what? I don't need to go to seminary. I don't need to study. I don't need to get, a, I don't need to know the Bible. I'm just going to go up there on the, in the pulpit and, and just let the Holy Spirit lead. I have students sometimes. I teach at a particular regent. This is not anything about regent, just students in general. And uh, sometimes, I'll, you know, they get frustrated with the class assignments. Like, well, I don't need Bible. I'm just going to trust. I got, I'm called. I got the Holy Spirit, and I'm going to just go and do my thing. Here's the thing. That's fine, uh, Billy. You can go on up there and let God do his thing. But you got to give God a little bit to work with. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm, I'm all for giving, let, letting the Holy Spirit lead, but you got to give the Holy Spirit something to work with. Give them a little something to work with. And the way we give God something to work with is when we, we do our work, we do our study, we do our preparation, we, we apply ourselves to the task, you know? And that goes with everything, not just ministry. You, you know, you're working in a business, you're going to be teaching, you're going to whatever pro your profession is. You're like, you know what? Well, God just called me to do this. He's going to bless it. Well, you got to give God a little bit to work with. You know what I'm saying? Give God a little bit to work with. You, you know, study, train. Right now, my, my wife's studying for the real estate test. I mean, she's been studying this thing for for months, doing a practice test today. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to trust, you know, she could, she could just go into the test. So, you know what, I'm just going to trust God to, you know, if he wants me to pass, then I'll pass. If I don't, I don't. Well, but you got to give God, I know, a better, better attitude is give God a little bit to work with. You know what I'm saying? Which certainly she has. But yeah, some people have a bad, they have bad theology when it comes to our role in, uh, when it comes to our, our part in being used by God, yes, it's all it's all a it's all uh, God's work and God's ability, but it's uh, it's all a gift from God. But it's we we do have to apply ourselves to the task, right? Yeah, absolutely. You gotta give God a little something to work with, of keen mind and knowledge. Learning is good. You know, we don't ever have to be afraid of learning and growing and knowing. God's, God's the author of all knowledge and wisdom and understanding. So let's apply ourselves so that we can give God a little something to work with. Yeah. All right. Um, let's jump over to 1 John. Welcome, everybody. Great to have you guys with us. So some of you may be in school, maybe taking classes, and you're like, this is dumb. I'm never going to use it. Hey, you're giving God something to work with. You're be faithful in your classes. Be faithful in your studies. Be devoted. Do the right thing. Get your accreditations. Get your credentials. Get your degree. Get your education. Give God a little something to work with. <laughs> That's what, yeah. Just give God a little something to work with. You know what I'm saying? You know, because you, boy, look. Sheesh. I sat through some sermons when I felt like somebody was just letting the spirit lead. You know what I'm saying? They just up there, they just rattling on what the Lord done laid on their hearts. Whew, and I was wishing he'd, he'd, he'd take it off their hearts. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, 
I mean, sometimes I've been in those, you've been in those situations too when someone's just sharing what God put on their heart. Sometimes it's beautiful. I'm not saying all the time. Sometimes it's beautiful. And it's an amazing thing. And I, I and God can prompt uh, a word and, and, and praise God when he does. But sometimes, I'm just telling you, sometimes you're in a situation where, you know, somebody just going to go off the cuff because, you know, they don't need to write anything down. They're just going to go with what the Lord leaves on their heart. Oh, my goodness. Mm, I hope they enjoying it because the rest of us, we dying. <laughs> we dying. We praying it's going to be over soon. <laughs> I'm just going to go with my heart. Ooh, please don't. Mm, don't, don't, you, don't you know what we've been reading, that the heart is deceitful in all its ways? You get up there with a microphone, start talking, then you know, tell them when you're going to stop. <laughs> oh, man. You know it's true. Y'all know it's true. You know, we try to be nice to people and stuff, but sometimes it's like, oh, Lord, take whatever whatever it is that's, you know, help them, help them, to, land this, help them to land this plane. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right, y'all. First John chapter 5, 1 through 12, just like in Daniel. Daniel 1 through 12, 5, 1 through 12. Now we're reading 1 John 5, 1 through 12. Let's go. Welcome, everybody. Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. And everyone who loves the Father loves his child as well. You love God the Father, you're going to love the Son. This is how we know. You ever have you realized already that John loves that phrase? This is how we know. This is how we know what love is. This is, what we, this is how we know uh, he is in us. This is how we know we have the Spirit. This is how we know. This is how we know. This is how we know we belong to the truth. I mean, that's a recurring theme. John wants us to know. This is how we know that we love the children of God. How do we know that we love the children of God? By loving God and carrying out his commands. Whoa, wait a minute, what? We show that we love the children of God by following the fa their father. I am your father. Hey, there you go. Well, we'll uh, may the fourth be with you. Baby Yoda. Actually, it was uh, our favorite that did that. I am your father. Um, this is how we know that we love the children of God by love. We love, we show that we love the children of God by, by loving God and carrying out his commands. In fact, this is love for God to keep his commands, period, to keep his commands and his commands are not burdensome for everyone born of God overcomes the world. Hmm. Interesting. It's a good reminder. Oh, God's commands are so burdensome. No, they're not. Actually, the, the commands of God that you follow will help you overcome the world. Wait, what? Er, what? Hmm? Yeah. Because that's what the enemy will say. The, the, the commands of God are so burdensome. They, they're there to, to weigh you down. They're, weigh, they're there to, to, uh, to put a, you know, a, a weight on you that you can't bear. No, they're not. No, they're not. The commands of God are there to, to enable you to overcome the world. Mm, truth, truth alert. Truth alert. Come on. They're so burdensome. The truth, the, the commands of God, the, the regulations, all of his statutes and ordinances, they're so hard. No, they're not. No, they're not. Through them, you will overcome the world. Oh, okay. <laughs> For everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Wow. I love that verse. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. Our faith. Is the victory that overcomes the world. Only the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Hmm. Who is it that overcomes the world? I've skipped a verse there. 
Who is it that overcomes the world? Only the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God. Wow. How do you overcome the world? By believing down deep that Jesus is the Son of God. Verse 6, this is the one who came by water and blood, Jesus Christ. He did not come by water only, but by water and blood. It is the Spirit who testifies, because the Spirit is truth. For there are three that testify, the Spirit, the water, and the blood. Mm. And the three are in agreement. We accept human testimony, but God's testimony is greater because it is the testimony of God, which he has given about his Son. Whoever believes in the Son accepts his testimony. Whoever does not believe God has made him out to be a liar because they have not believed the, te- the testimony God has given them, given about his Son. And this is the testimony. Here, there it is again. Here it is again. And this is the testimony. This is how we know. And this is love. And this is and this is how we know. And this is um, how we know we're in the truth. And here it begins. And this is the testimony. God has given us eternal life, and this life is in his Son. Look, if you want eternal life, it's in the Son of God. It's over and over in the Bible, right? We can't, we're not going to find it anywhere else. We're not going to find eternal life anywhere outside the Son of God. Hmm. So people that are trying to lead others away from the Son of God, are we leading them away from life? Because life itself, abundant life, joyful life, is found in the Son, is found in Jesus. And this is the testimony. God has given us eternal life, and this life is in the Son. Whoever has the Son has life. Whoever does not have the Son of God does not have life. Man, aren't you glad you have life in the sun? And today as you go out, be, to be, we can be joyful and grateful and uh, thankful that we have life in the sun. Think about your life before you met Jesus, before, or imagine your life without Jesus. No hope for tomorrow, no hope of eternity, no uh, deeper purpose and meaning in life, no forgiveness we would be riddled with condemnation and guilt. But life in the sun, man, that's awesome. Life in the sun, freedom and joy and peace. Yes, indeed. That's awesome. That is awesome. Um, Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4. Luke 4. Uh, 38 through 44. That's our last reading today. Let's see. Luke 4, 38 through 44. Welcome, everybody. So glad you guys are on. Glad you guys are joining us for prayer this morning and reading in the Word in this third week of Easter on uh, May the 4th. So this is uh, the Gospel of Luke, chapter 4. Jesus left the synagogue, this verse 38, Jesus left the synagogue and went to the home of Simon. Now, Simon's mother-in-law was suffering from a high fever. Now, Peter, here's a little tidbit. Peter has a mother-in-law, which means Peter had a wife, which means Peter was married, which means Peter wasn't single his whole life. 
which, you know, that idea that, you know, he was the first pope, just challenge a little bit to that here, since uh, he was clearly married. He clearly had a mother-in-law. Um, and she was sick. The mother-in-law was sick. Now, this is nice, Peter. He's going to help his mother-in-law out. <laughs> some of y'all, some of y'all be like, Ooh, I hope mama get better. <laughs> but not Peter. No, no, no. Um, he asked Jesus to help. They asked Jesus to help her. So he bent over, he bent over her and rebuked the fever, and it left her. Hmm. She got up at once and began to wait on them. Wow, she got her health was so restored. She was such back to a place of health that she was able to serve. Man. Some of you may just need it. You know, you're praying for a touch from Jesus today. Maybe physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, at least physically. Somehow, you just you just need a touch from Jesus. We just pray that Jesus heals you. He would touch you. He can. Yes, sir. Yes, he can. Verse forty. At sunset, the people brought to Jesus all who had various kinds of oh, word word done word done word done spread now, huh? Word done spread, and so people are all over the place. Like, we hear Jesus is healing people. So they started bringing all kinds of people. And laying hands on each one of them, he healed them. Moreover, demons came out of many people shouting, You are the Son of God. But he rebuked them and would not allow them to speak because they knew he was the Messiah. At daybreak, Jesus went out to a solitary place. The people were looking for him, and when they came to where he was, they tried to keep him from leaving them. Hmm. They want Jesus to stay. In the presence of Jesus, it was a good place. A good reminder for us, man. In the presence of Jesus is the right place to be. That's where life is, right? Life in abundance and hope and joy. So when Jesus was in their presence, they didn't want him to leave. Stay. That's why we spend this time every day kind of getting into the presence of God to start the day in the presence of the Lord. Why? Because that's where fullness of joy is, man. Yeah. That's where life is. That's where perspective is and abundance and goodness and graciousness. Verse 42, at daybreak, Jesus went out to a solitary place. The people were looking for him, and when they came to where he was, they tried to keep from keep him from leaving. Um, I just read that, but he goes out to a solitary place. So you see this, this rhythm with Jesus. He goes, he's with people, but he also retreats to solid solitude. We need that, man. We need that interaction. We need that that time where we pour out to others, but we also need that time where we go and we receive from God ourselves. I mean, that's what Jesus did. I mean, and Jesus is the Son of God, and he that's his rhythm. He goes and he pours out to people. He 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 preaches. He ministers. He heals. He delivers, but he retreats to solitary places, receives from God, is refreshed, is replenished, is filled back up, and goes back and, and, and engages with people. We need that, man. We need that for ourselves. We can't always be giving out. Now, we can't always be in solitude either. We can't all be like monks, you know? Not everybody can be a monk. 
we got to give out too. I mean, sometimes that's true, man. Sometimes, sometimes our discontentment can come from a couple of different sources. One, our, maybe our discontentment in our spiritual life is because we aren't retreating and giving solitude and just resting in God. That's the one thing. Sometimes, sometimes we just we just we need to rest. We're we're busy in the activities of God, but we just need to rest and let God minister to us, right? But but also the other side of that sometimes it's not a matter of solitude; it's a matter of we aren't doing anything, we aren't serving. You know, it's like it's like if you got a if you got a a room full of junk food, you know what I'm saying? Like you just eating you just eating food constantly. Eventually, at first it's it's good, but eventually you're like, you know what? I feel like crud. I don't feel good no more. And sometimes in our spiritual lives, if we're just eating, 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 and we're not serving, and we're not ministering, we're not discipling, we're not mentoring anyone, we're not pouring into other people, we're not helping the spiritual lives of others, we're not serving, guess what? We're going to get discontent because we start thinking that the Christian life is just about consuming, about consuming more spiritual content. You know, this is what we do this morning is awesome, right? We spend some time learning from God's Word and praying, but this can't be it, right? This has got to be only part of what our spiritual lives are about. We've got to go from here and pour into the lives of others, maybe share with others what God's shown us in our readings. When, when, when we spend some time together and God shows us something, part of what we do is we take that and share it with other people. It's not just about consumption. If we just consume, we're going to become discontent. It's, it's, not, it's going to be unsatisfying. It's about modeling the, the rhythm of Jesus, solitude, learning, receiving, being filled up, and then going and serving and giving out. Yeah. Verse 43, but he said, Jesus said, I must proclaim the good news of the kingdom to the other towns also, because that is why I was sent. And he kept on preaching in the synagogues of Judea. Wow. He kept on preaching. He's like, you guys want me to stay here with you? And I, that's, I understand, but there's other people who need to hear the gospel too. And so, you know, that's part of, you know, our morning prayer. We come together, we read, we pray, but what do we do? We go and change the world. We read, we pray, we change the world. We take what we've learned, we go into the world, and we invest the spiritual truth and reality into the world around us. Yeah. Because what? Because same thing that Jesus said. There are other people who need to hear the good news. Jesus said, I, I know you want me to just stay here and hang out with you, but there are other towns that need to hear my message of salvation, so i got to go to them too. Yeah. It's a message for the whole world. So, man, as we go out today, who, how can we take what we've learned, even this morning, what God has spoken to our hearts, that life and joy and peace is in the sun? How, how can I share that today? How can I invest that and impart that, that hope and that joy and that peace into someone's life today? How can I serve? That's what it means, right? We read, we pray, we change our world. All right, you guys, so glad you guys are on today. Let's pray. Let's do it. Lord, thank you so much for your holy word. Thank you for the model of our Lord and Savior, Jesus, who spent time with you learning and growing and receiving and being built up, being, uh, being ministered to, but then took that to others, uh, the good news of the kingdom to every town and region. Um, that he was sent. Lord, may that be uh, us today. May we go and to our communities, to our workplaces, to our homes, to all of our social 
engagements and interactions and help us to be light and hope and peace. Help us to bring this, this treasure to other people, this treasure that you say you've placed in earthen vessels, this, this treasure of the good news that you've placed in us. Help us to impart it and offer it to others. Lord, I pray for my friends today. May you bless them and encourage them, give them strength. Whatever particular issues are on their minds and hearts today that they're seeking uh, your help and healing and touch for, Lord, we just agree with them and ask that you would move in, in mighty ways on their behalf. Lord, thank you for your holy word. Thank you for your teaching and your instruction. Thank you for uh, the life that we have in Jesus. It's in his name that we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys for being on today. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. Again, tomorrow will be podcast only. Uh, I'm Hopefully. It definitely will not be on Instagram or Facebook, but hopefully on the podcast. Uh, so check that out. And uh, if I don't see you again, I will see you Monday. And uh, we'll be back at it on Monday. Love you guys. Thank you for subscribing. Take a minute just to, uh, to like it, share it, all that stuff. Really appreciate that. And uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.